0: I will be your knight in shining armor, coming to your emotional rescue.
1: Ah, market resilience. We talk about it often because it feels like... You know, go back to Brexit. You know, markets did react, and then they bounced right back. Uh, There's so much going on around the world, and yet investors seem to kind of shrug it off. Let's talk about that market resiliency. Uh, Here to explain his thinking on some of the things why uh, investors do shrug off so much, Robert Luna, back with us, CEO and Chief Investment Strategist at SureVest Wealth Management, based in Newport Beach, in our Bloomberg 1130 studio on this Tuesday. Welcome back.
0: Hi, thanks for having me, Carol.
1: Hey, uh, talk to us a little bit about the things that maybe help explain in your mind why we see the markets being so resilient?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's been pretty surprising even to myself, I mean, on a on a day-to-day basis, um, you know, how much this market's been able to overcome from geopolitical events to, you know, what we're seeing here unfortunately recently, domestic terrorism. Um, you know, I, I think it really comes down to three things. I think, you know, Investors are pretty callous today. Uh, there's an emotional immunity that's been built up, we call it, in the market, to where there's been so many events over the past several years after the the meltdown in 2009 that you know slice by slice investors have realized hey if every time there's a geopolitical event or there's a news headline if i go and liquidate my portfolio that that means there's two things i have to get right the timing on the exit and the timing on the re-entry and they've been burnt time and time again by trying to employ that strategy so i i think they're they're now starting to look at staying the
2: course uh and where do you see that how do you see that playing out
0: Yeah, I mean, it's been working well, obviously, if you've stayed long in the market and tried not to time it. The market's been, like we said, very resilient. You still continue to see the S&P, it seems like, almost daily now, making new market highs. Um, Even better for our investors, which are primarily globally diversified investors. You're now starting to get some help with those portfolios from places like Mm -hmm. Europe and the emerging markets for the first time in a long time starting to participate as well.
1: Robert, when we talk about market resiliency, how much of it, though, is – Because of the financial crisis, we realize that if things get really bad, governments are going to do things to backstop the financial markets from coming undone.
0: Yeah, it's kind Is of that a, the
1: lesson we've really learned?
0: Yeah, well, I think, you know, and that's one of the funny things, I think, about the financial crisis in general, right, was there was always that kind of unspoken put that there was going to be some support behind the market, and then we saw Lehman Brothers collapse, and oh, no, well, maybe that put's been taken out from under us. But then the government was very quick to react to that and put some support under the market. You see, in the EU, not nearly as quick, so that recovery didn't mm-hmm. happen so fast, but, but now they that's did starting it, to take place.
1: But they did it. Exactly. ultimately.
0: Yeah, and, that, and I think that's what you're seeing now, right, is that starting to take play. They're probably two to three years behind in that playbook from where the U.S. is now, and they're starting to play catch up with their markets there.
2: So, what given the lack, you know, you typically uh, if you've got an investment notion, whether it's a, a broader trade or just a stock that you like or a stock that you don't like, you wait for the, the market to give you in, in uh, a market wide burp up or a sell off to uh, take it, to put the position on. Uh, Given that lack of volatility, and we can see that in the VIX, of course, among other things, what sort of investment uh, 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 pattern do you try to – What's that remember that stupid ad you see on TV sometimes which stocks trade in a channel? They go up and they go down. You buy them when they're down, you sell them when they're up. Oh, really? You know they're trading a the channel. How do without that channel, yeah, yeah. How, how do dopes like me trade stocks? I, I wish it
0: was that easy to be able to trade on the blue and red light or whatever the right, signals right, are right, that right. they're selling out there for nine ninety five a week or whatever the case may be. Um, no, I, I think, you know, in general, most investors are um, taken care of by having a globally diversified portfolio. And I know that's kind of boring to hear. But I think there are times in the market like today where, for example, when you start looking at the S&P after you've had this multi-year run and you look at valuations, even if you were to take the potential tax cuts into consideration, even if you look at it relative to the 10-year bond, valuations are still not cheap. So I think this is a time We're really being a stock picker, although it hasn't worked in the last five to six years, will start to make sense. And what we're doing for our investors is overseas, and those markets that have underperformed, we're casting that wider net. We're looking at some of the indexes there. But domestically, we're not exposed 100% to the SP 500. We're looking for best in breed, high quality companies that we feel are trading at a discount to where they should be okay. in the market. I'm sorry.
1: Can I just, wait. Got, we got all right. I, we got a couple of headlines I just want to bring yeah. to everybody. Um, Yahoo crossing uh, in regards to that 2013 hack now says all user accounts were affected by that hack specifically. So they're saying everybody was impacted. Also which, have, which
2: is Carol Bartz, the former CEO of, of Yahoo, said to me once. Everybody's got a Yahoo account, Corey. And it's true. Everybody's got a Yahoo account. So if you're if you're listening to this, if you're breathing, You've been
1: hacked. Uh, there's also another one. Office Depot buying CompuCon. Uh, total consideration, about a billion dollars. So a little bit of deal flow in the after hours. Robert Luna, we got about 20 seconds left yeah. here. Your best investment idea right now.
0: Uh, I mean, if you're looking uh, at a globally diversified portfolio, I say you want to go overseas. Look at some of the emerging market indexes. You can just buy a broad based index there. Same thing with Europe right now. Domestically,
1: Everybody's been plowing into Europe over the last yeah. year or so. It's still a buy. I-, I
0: think you have another year or two left on that story. So I think investors can stay pat there. And then domestically look at best-in-breed companies that have pulled back like Disney right now, I think that's a great place to put some of your money.
1: Nice to have you back in studio. Thank you. Thanks so much. Robert Luna, Chief Executive Officer, Chief Investment Strategist, SureVest Wealth Management, based in Newport, California, in our New York studio. This is Bloomberg.